welcome once again to this broadcast of Power Walk with Dr. Paul Cannings. Our Thanksgiving 2023 series is titled Foundational Building Blocks for Giving Thanks as Pastor Kennings takes us to Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. In this passage, we're given clear directions how we can experience the peace of God. Today, Pastor Kennings moves on to this passage to challenge us to focus on the things that are pure. Let's listen. Years ago, when I was uh, growing up in Guyana, South America, we used to make scooters because my parents couldn't afford to go to the store and buy a scooter. So what we would do is we'd make scooters out of wood. And so we would go find wood that sometimes our parents are working on something. I would ask them for pieces of wood. Sometimes we find somebody in the neighborhood and they would let us have wood that they have left over. And we would put this wood together. We'd get hinges from the door. So we have the front of the scooter and the back of the scooter connected to the door hinges and put a little pin in there. And then we will get the wheels, which is kind of a, it's a socket that comes off of a car. It's got uh, ball bearings in there and it spins. And we would put it together, put together the frame really strong because it's going to be we're going to race the scooters along the road in this asphalt road and we would go down where there's hardly any traffic on that street and we would ride our scooters up and down after we finish our chores so we had similar parents in that neighborhood so when we all came out from chores we were either working on our scooters fixing them up because we're going to race see it took a lot of pieces and parts to make that work so that we can have a great time even without our parents being able to afford a scooter that is the nice one that we we didn't even want to go look at. We, we just enjoy ours. And we didn't even know the difference to start with, to be honest with you. We don't know the difference between what somebody may have had, because in our block, that's just scooters was in our block. And we had a wonderful time playing and going back and forth. And everybody protected everybody's scooter because of how we parked it, make sure they stayed there. The next morning we got up, we did the same thing after chores, afternoon time. We're on 6th Street going up and down racing. The pieces that everybody would work together to pull together as friends, we'd work, hey, no, I got a pen, I found an extra pen. We'd all work together to do, make our scooters last many times, summer after summer after summer, where we would take the parts back apart and build a stronger frame until we get it just right. You know, folks, the Bible is saying we could approach life with great joy and lots of fun and not lose our joy in it, not lose our peace in it. Only times when I have struggled with the verse that says, in all things give thanks, for this is God's will for you. In Philippians chapter 4, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. <laughs> Be careful about nothing. What? Sitting there at my mom and dad's funeral, my brother's funeral, my sister's funeral, my play sister's funeral, people that I love dearly that have passed. These are people that have been very thankful to the ministry that I pastor. Yeah, what are you talking about? But in those moments of my life, I have literally sought to understand that verse. How do you come to that? And experience God's peace. He tells us about these building blocks that makes this scooter work. He tells us about it. Well, even in our being broke, we found a way to build toys out of nothing. We just found a way because we're going to have fun. We finish chores, we hit in those streets where my parents feel fine and go to the park where our parents are happy about. And we're going to have fun. And we found ways to do things. We would get the seed from a fruit called dungs. And not the marbles you would think about, not the marbles you think about in, in America, but we just, we didn't play for money or anything. We just got in the backyard and dig a hole in the ground. And we would dig a hole in the ground and we will go in there and, and we will play with those dung seeds and put a bunch of wax on it. And man, we had a game. We learned how to improvise. My, my kids taught me this when we, my wife and I, being in ministry and coming to Houston, Texas, weren't being paid sometimes for two, three months. 
And we worked hard to make sure kids don't feel the pain of ministry. So we did all of this stuff for their Christmas, forgot about each other. It was shocking. We said, man, we bought nothing for each other. And then they started playing with the box. And God reminded me, they are at peace. Rejoice. Live carefree like a lamb in the fields. See, folks, how do you live like that, though? When those feelings that you have are real. He says, the next building block, as we've been going through these building blocks this week, Here's the next two building blocks that we will look at as we seek to build these characteristics, these godly traits that Christ modeled for us. That no matter what the Pharisees said, no matter what they did on the cross, he could look down on the cross and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He could look at a person who was once mocking him that now wants salvation and says, yes, I'll see you in paradise. This is the person who looked down from the cross with nails in his hands, nails in his feet, a hole in his side, and say to John, take care of my mom. This is the person. This is the person that had no place to lay his head. But he never lost his joy. He never lost the character of who he is, Christ. So he didn't come into a wonderful world with everything wonderful. There were situations where a man is at a pool for 38 years. You have the oppression of Romans. You have heavy taxation. You had corruption in the temple. Leaders that are in the temple. People that are supposed to be looking for him and explain to Herod where he will be born. Those people now are turning around and wanting to kill him. That's what he's exposed to. Ah, he never lost his joy. How do we get that character? How do we build that? Here we go in verse 8 of Philippians chapter 4. He says, we looked at this week, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, we dealt with yesterday, whatever things are pure. Oof. All right. Why is he talking about pure? <laughs> well, he doesn't mean that we take that to intimacy and all those different things right away. That's not what he's talking about first. You know, something is pure because of its nature. It's not pure first because of what it does. It's pure first because of what it is. Okay? Now, in First Peter, person who, you know, did things that we know was a struggle for him. Here's Peter, after three years of Jesus Christ discipling him, cussing, and saying, I don't know the man. This is, this is Peter. This is Peter cutting a guy's ears off. Okay? That's Peter. Peter said, I have to be purified. It wasn't that I wasn't gold yet. I just need to be refined. How did that happen? In First Peter chapter 1, he tells us how it happens, so that our life would be a life that is pure. Pure is in the inside. It's the quality of who I am on the inside. It's when those thoughts come that I know are sinful. And I say, God, forgive me. But nobody knows those thoughts ever came. Nobody knows the concepts of the mind. But I do. And he's saying, when I am so committed in the midst of that to confess to God what has done wrong, I'm working on purity. He says, when I am dealing with those feelings that come because maybe a person had a promiscuous lifestyle, and they're now seeking to be faithful in marriage, but there's times when things get a little twisted. Maybe there's a person that came off of alcohol or drugs. And yes, they're seeking to maintain their sobriety, but there's times when the stress of life makes them go start to think of things that they used to do, but they're seeking to do what's right. The Bible says, now you've gone beyond just renewing their mind and practicing the principles of God to an inside job of purity. He would say, Philippians, he says, I press towards the mark. I want the prize. I've seen the third heavens. I don't care what you do to me. I want the prize. You've got to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and run the race. If a runner is going to be in the Olympics, in order for them to maintain that one-second advantage, that two-second advantage, they are within seconds. How do I get that second that I need? That person is stretching. That person is eating the right food. That person is getting up in the morning. All we see is the glory of the water over their neck, and they're going, yay, they're standing up on the podium, and the anthem is playing, and we're, we're clapping, and we're excited. We don't know the journey. That's discipline. He's saying, yes, 
when I press it towards the mark, no matter what I'm feeling, no matter what I want to do, no matter what I'm thinking about this situation, that situation, what I'm feeling on the inside, and what I'm saying, God, when I get to heaven, you know my inside, you know my thoughts, you know what I didn't confess, you know all these different things. So God, when I'm running with this hope that I will see you, when I'm running, John would say, with this hope before me, I ended up practicing righteousness, not sin. John would even say that in chapter 3, John, verse 3 through verse 4. He's saying, that's what leads to this purity. That's why he says in verse 5, Who kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last days. He says, Wherein he greatly rejoiced, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Heaviness, because God is going to decide when he chooses to test us. We don't get to choose that. So we got to accept the trials that come. Whatever trials that come, he's telling us in James, he's purifying us. He's making us more complete. He's developing us. So I accept that as I run this race, as I look towards the hope of his return. He says that the fire of your faith being more precious than a gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise, honor, glory at the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to be refined, Peter speaking here, who messed up through fire. There's times... The trials of life burns on the inside. The pain of grief, the pain of loneliness, struggling through depression, the overcoming temptation. Paul is saying to us, with the help of Peter, these things, these steps, these different things we go through that we just explained in First Peter leads to us having a pure life. He says, when that happens, who is the Spirit? Holy. Who is the Spirit? The Spirit is pure. These things lead me to tie the scooter together so it becomes one unit that goes down the road. I put these pieces together so it all works together. So this Holy Spirit that is one unit becomes impacted by my decisions. And that Holy Spirit, because of who he is, ignites, works together to make it all happen. You go to a car, you hit the start button or you turn the key and it fires off the battery. The battery fires into the pistons and the pistons because of the spark plugs. When those happen, it happens, boom, you get a car started. Why? Because the parts are there. When the spirit of God, like the battery, hits my spirit, the spark plugs, boom, the pistons can work because they're connected powerfully and I can move forward in life in a productive way. This is what he's saying. Because I'm moving forward in a productive way, the God of peace in the midst of a craziness of life can bring me joy. And again, I say rejoice. I could be anxious for nothing. I could be thankful because the Spirit is doing the work, not me. Stay focused. Amen, Pastor Cannings. Thank you for that powerful message. It's true that even as we seek to capture our thoughts and develop these qualities, the Holy Spirit is ever-present to help us. Now, if you have questions on this topic or wonder what it is to have the peace of God in your life, then give us a call and let's talk about it. Call 281-260-7402. That's 281-260-7402. Or log on to powerwalkministries.org. And when you're there, be sure to get a copy of Giving Fear a Knockout Punch. It will help you exchange and replace your fears with faith in God. Once again, that's powerwalkministries.org. Now here once again is Pastor Cannings. I would like to thank many of you who stuck with us this year. It has been a blessing. It has blessed us to get a lot done. It blessed us to get to Guyana. It blessed us to get to Africa. It blessed us to now have a partnership with Baptist Fellowship Association and United Baptist Conference. You've blessed us to be able now to have a relationship where we're now training pastors and leaders. 
around the country and around the world, and these relationships continue to be established in places like Ohio, in places like Sedine, in Spring City, Tennessee. You have blessed us to get that done, and I first want to just say thanks to you. If without your gift, we wouldn't be on television, which draws people to those conferences and help pastors to see us and leaders to see us. You wouldn't be on radio, and whether it's Moody or whether it's Salem, whether it's TWR, across the country and across the world. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you would now continue that process next year. We need to raise $550,000. We pray that you would be a blessing to God for us to get this done now. So join us. Go to our website, powerwalkministries.org, powerwalkministries.org. You could do a QR code, PayPal, credit card. You could do different things to give to us. Come and get on our mailing list. 7350 TC Jester Power Walk Ministries, Houston, Texas, 77088. Get on our mailing list. Write in to us. It helps us to stay encouraged and to stay focused. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for staying this journey with us. It is so encouraging. Thank you. Stay focused. To make a contribution to the ministry of Power Walk, call us at 281-260-7402 or log on to powerwalkministries.org. Thank you for your support. And now remember... When we're thankful for all things in our lives, it shows the level of our trust in God because He really truly is perfectly in control of everything.